1: In today's episode, we are challenging each other to explore outside our comfort zones surrounding food. We've explored our local cuisines before in episode 89, and today we're taking it global by exploring the world in our kitchens with Eat to Explore. The founder, Rowena, (laughs) created Eat to Explore as an experiential way to teach her children world cultures and cooking skills. The inspiration came during a vacation cooking class when she discovered that although her kids love to travel and taste different cuisines, they couldn't even chop an onion. So Rowena decided to take things that she treasures the most, family, food, travel, and education, and create an opportunity for all children to discover cuisines from all around the world. Mealtime should be an experience. At Eat to Explore, They not only help you create a fun and educational experience, but they also feel it's their duty to provide adventures that will spark a lifetime of memories for those that you love. Each of the sirens picked a country to explore at random, so let's find out how they did. But first, if at any time the conversation gets too intense, the safe word is...
0: Mango. Mango. What?
1: First up on her soapbox is Murph.
0: Thanks, Elsie. The Eat to Explore box I ordered was the United Kingdom box, and the three recipes included in the box are shepherd's pie, chicken tikka masala, and Irish lamb stew. In my family, shepherd's pie is a staple, and I've made a stew or two in my day, but I've never made chicken tikka masala until last night using the recipe and seasoning packets that came in the Eat to Explore box. By the way, each of my recipes made a lot of food, so they are perfect for a family. The recipe for the Irish lamb stew included instructions for making dumplings, which I've never done before. But to get the two and a half pounds of lamb, I would have needed it for the stew. It would have cost me about 63 bucks. So instead, I just modified the challenge a little bit and went with a protein that was a little more affordable and we had a delicious Irish beef stew instead. And one of the cool things about the Eat to Explore box is that all of the information and the activity sheets that are included I learned some things about the UK, like that India used to be a British colony. Did you know that chicken tikka masala, a flavorful Indian dish, is a national dish in the United Kingdom? I had no idea.
2: I was surprised to that... explain. I was actually explain why that's a difference tikka and tikka masala.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I was surprised to get a recipe for chicken tikka masala in the UK box, but it was quickly taught why, and I guess I'm going to hear more about that in a bit also. My kiddos are basically adults. They didn't appreciate the activities as much as I did, but if you have younger children, the Eat to Explore box is a great way to explore new cuisines and new countries. I just bought the South Korea box today, in fact, so I will keep you guys posted. Sara, did you enjoy your box?
3: Well, it feels like I've been looking forward to this episode forever, and I guess I have really. It was back in August that we picked our country after all. I ordered my box way back then, and it sat there waiting to be used for quite a while. So even though we weren't recording until now, which is April, I made my dishes back in January. January, sorry. My verdict on the Eat to Explore box that I received, it was great fun. I'm no stranger to cooking. I really enjoy it. I used to help my mom with cooking at a pretty young age, so I do have a bunch of experience with it. One thing I never felt quite comfortable with, though, was the create-your-own-dish idea. I always watched my mom take a recipe and turn it into a suggestion with great results, but I like following a plan for the most part. I, for years now, um, use meal delivery companies, a variety of them, that send you the ingredients and a recipe, and that's actually helped me feel more comfortable with creating my own meals, as I've tried so many different recipes at this point. What I loved about the Eat to Explore box was not just that it had several recipes, but the fun background information about the region the box came from too. My box was Israel, so lots of great spice packets that you can't necessarily find just anywhere. And fun facts, dare say, uh, dare I say, tasty morsels of information about the country. <laughs> the whole experience was fun, really. I made falafels and a braised brisket with mushrooms and roasted root vegetables. Um, A lot of really good food. Eating the dishes was a lot of fun. Um, I liked everything from finding out what I had in my pantry already, which was quite a lot, to making shopping lists for each dish and to making huge messes in the kitchen. But the eating part was the best part. I would definitely like to try a box from another country. The pictures that we were all sharing this weekend were making me want to try all of the countries that we picked. Elsie, how much fun did you have?
1: We had so much fun, and back when we picked the box and which countries we were going to get for the Eat to Explore episode, it was right around when Connor found out what house he was going to be in for the next four years in high school. He got Zaragoza, which is in Spain, so he was thrilled when he found out that the country I was diving into was Spain for Eat to Explore. As with most episodes, I use this as a perfect excuse to explore more. In this case, Finley Market. I had never been there before, and I used that as an opportunity to find some fresh ingredients. So, yesterday, the food tour of OTR with Jack, Mer, Mark, and Fiona was close to that market, and it was such a treat. We discovered that, or I discovered the difference between your run of the mill, grocery store olive oil, and real olive oil. I blame Mark, Mer. <laughs> I'm never going back to that old stuff. It's so bitter. And if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know that this girl does not eat vegetables. They for sure get me out of my comfort zone. So I had to get creative with the Spanish tortilla recipe. I pureed the red pepper and onion. Connor was so mad. (laughs) We got into a debate about how cooking is not an exact science like baking is. And then also, let me tell you, never ever put your face over a steam of puree on the stove that has onion in it. It's like mace to the face. And after we finished crying, Connor read all the cool facts about Spain and the dishes. It was really cool to see him excited about learning while we're having fun together. And bonus, there was not a phone in sight. I was so nervous about the pureed vegetables, it was looking a bit watery, but after baking it for an extra five minutes, It was chef's kiss. Overall, what I love about this product is that one, it got me to eat vegetables and two, it got my teenager excited about reading for once (laughs) and helping me cook. Now, if Eat to Explore can make a box that gets my child excited for cleaning his room, I'd be over the moon. TC, what country did you have?
4: My Eat to Explore box came from France. And I have to tell you, I absolutely love this idea. When my husband and I, that's right, I said husband, when we travel, we typically have food goals. We enjoy visiting the local food markets to see what kinds of things people buy, and we search out the local favorite restaurants, often ordering the server's favorite menu item. During one trip, the goal was to get that thing that each restaurant we visited was famous for. It was New Orleans, so we ended up with a lot of interesting drinks on that trip. For this episode, I explored the French cuisine. Dino and I made beef bourguignon. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Beef bourguignon is comparable to America's beef stew. The biggest difference that we noted is that the stew is cooked in red wine rather than beef stock, which actually gave all of it a different texture and it had a much different taste. I learned that this recipe was developed in Burgundy, France. And that's why it's sometimes it's called beef burgundy. We had to make a few adjustments based on what was available in our grocery stores here. We could not find pearl onions, though we did find a sign for them. So I do know that sometimes you can get pearl onions on St. Croix. So we used a regular onion, which was an option provided by the recipe. The big switcheroo that we did. We could not find celery root. Which the recipe mixed with potatoes for celery root mash. I'm sure that that's delicious and is probably wonderful paired with beef bourguignon. Instead, we gave up all together on that idea and we had it over pasta. Might have taken away some of its Frenchness, but it was really delicious. Mostly, we just loved cooking the recipe together. We had a lot of fun in the kitchen and, um,
1: and just enjoyed
4: the time together, which I think was the spirit of why they were created in the first place. But now it's got me thinking about how this concept could be used in a school. I would love to figure out a way to bring some boxes like this into my school here on St. Croix and have the kids explore cooking from around the world. That would be a lot of fun. Maybe I'll ask Rowena Schur, who is the founder and president of Eat to Explore. She's also a chef, accomplished financial executive, and graduate of the French Culinary Institute. Growing up in Malaysia, some of Rowena's fondest memories were in the kitchen cooking with her family. It was during these moments that she developed her palate and sustainable consumption habits, as well as confidence and independence. But after years working on Wall Street and living in fascinating places around the world, life became too busy for family meals, She realized she needed to start creating lasting memories at home while also instilling the important life skills she learned as a child. So Rowena decided to take the things she treasured the most, family, food, travel, and education, and create an opportunity for all children to discover cuisines from around the world. Following her time at the French Culinary Institute, she began to source hard-to-find and non-perishable ingredients to highlight locally cherished foods. She also built a team of trusted educators around e 2 Explore, to transform the cooking experience into an educational journey. The result is an explorer box filled with authentic recipes, activities, and collectibles that offer a one-of-a-kind, award-winning cultural education through food exploration. Sirens, please help me Welcome Rowena Schur to this episode of Siren Soapbox. Hey,
0: welcome. welcome to the show, Rowena.
2: Thank you, everyone. This is so fun. Thank you for telling me all the different countries you explore. That's amazing.
1: <laughs> so much fun.
2: So so, um, do you want me to start with telling you what the difference between tikka and tikka masala? is? we have that conversation. Yeah. Okay, just a quick one. It would be very quick. So tikka is an Indian, barb- like a tandoori. So it's called tikka. And then um, it was, it's actually, you cannot find chicken tikka masala in India because it doesn't exist. It's actually founded in London where a British gentleman went to an Indian restaurant and said the tikka was too spicy. So the chef poured a can of tomato sauce with the yogurt because yogurt kind of, um, lighten your palate in terms of spiciness and then into the tandoori chicken and hence you got chicken tikka masala which has a sauce of tomato sauce with yogurt hmm. yeah so that's, that's interesting story <laughs> and it's a national dish of uh uk yeah that surprised oh. me yeah me
4: too so we were all sharing pictures of what we were cooking while we were cooking it or after we cooked it if you were Sirensara, sara <laughs> and, and, uh, and it all looks so delicious but we're curious which of the boxes or which recipe is your favorite
2: so i would i you know it's not country specific it's recipes that I like like bibimbap has always been my go to i i love it it's a, it's a comfort food for me and yes i've done it over pasta and i also done it over mashed potatoes and so it's always a great winter um you know, dish and and I like that you can tell the difference because the wine coming from Burgundy really give that extra acidity um, to that to the sauce and, and kind of cut off the oil too. So so that's my favorite, one of my favorite. The other one I love is obviously Singapore. I love chicken satay. I come from Malaysia, so the food the food is very comforting to me. Um, um, I just really found out that you bought South Korea. Um, one of my favorite um uh, Bugogi, which is Dagogi, you can make it chicken or beef um amazing, and you get you actually get a um, you can roll gimbab, which is a Korean sushi' it's not sushi. it's Korean gimbab um it's like a sushi mat. um so that's another thing that's every country has one of my favorite, like you know one or two of dishes that I love, so it's hard to pick my favorite.
0: I love how easy you've made it. One of the reasons that I've never made chicken tikka masala it probably won't surprise some of you guys to know that Mark has actually made it because Mark that's what he does he loves to get a recipe with a million ingredients and spend his whole day making a meal for people but I I love cooking I just don't have that kind of patience and I don't want to spend all the money to get all of the spices I need to make that the the you know the spice blend to to right. have a good tikka masala so I love that you have all of that prepackaged ready to go
2: yeah thank you I think my whole concept is you know I feel like especially with children and and the fact that a lot of this cuisines are new to most people it's just easier to try it and then if you like it then you can invest in the spices or, or the sauces. A best example is fish sauce, right? So a lot of people are very intimidated with fish sauce. And, and you only use a dash of it. You know, like in our, our, our Thai, Thailand boxes, we give little sachet of fish sauce. And if you like it, then go buy a big bottle because that's all you can get in the market. It's a big bottle of fish sauce, which you only use a teaspoon, right? right. So a lot of things I feel is wasteful if you buy it and you never use it again. So we did to explore, it allows you to try it, especially in a cuisine you've never done before to see if you like it. Then you can go and make for purchase of all the different spices, blend or, or sauces. For
4: With so many different options in a country, how do you choose three? Has, is there a certain country that was really just difficult to narrow it down?
2: So, so I, we have 22 countries and we add a new country every year. And I typically go for, and, and first of all, people have asked me, why do you pick the country you picked? And the answer is either I've lived there, I've visited, and I'm comfortable with the country dishes. Or I have very close friends from that country who I then collaborate with. Or more and more now, I actually found restaurant chefs that I collaborate with. And then we kind of go back and forth on what are the popular Recipes or dishes for the country. And then I kind of make it into Explorer Light where I, I figure out what kids will like and then um, that's more palatable. And then we'll go from there. For instance, we're doing a Ukraine box this year. Um, super excited. It's coming out in October Doing Pierogi Day. Um, and I'm doing it with this really famous um, Ukraine restaurant in Lower East Side, New York called Veselka. Um, we went back and forth, and I said, "No way, kids are gonna eat borscht, which is a beet soup." <laughs> so <laughs> we, are, <laughs> we are making pierogies, which is fun to make, and then we're gonna have a Ukrainian meatballs, and then even the stuffed cabbage is a little out there. But I think kids will still eat stuffed cabbage because you have meat in it, um, or if you do vegan, you got the lentils. So yeah, I ditched borscht because I just don't think any kids would want to eat borscht.
0: <laughs> I love beets and I don't know that I want to eat that <laughs> although it's LC, delicious.
2: it sounds it's like LC delicious. Prefers... I've done it before and it's just just a little hard to convince kids to drink a red
0: soup it's
2: yeah. like all beets
0: it sounds like Elsie would prefer it that way though so
2: but, but going back to your question three recipes are easier to find like what are the top recipes of the country and then just modify three that is great to start. And, and the idea of three, just FYI, is that I feel, so E3-4 is like you said, if you get into a routine, you want to do it once a week, which is how I grew up, which is kind of, I did, that the thought came to me. When I, when I was growing up, my mom is like, every Sunday during lunch in the morning, you wake up, you clean your room, and then we're going to make a meal together. And that's our Sunday routine. And I grew up, that is my routine. And think about it; it's once a week, so it's not overwhelming as a child, right? Uh, I can dedicate the time, and then I have other. Then I have the free time to hang out with my friends. So I feel like if you commit as a family to cook together once a week, pick a weekend, weekday, weeknight, a uh, weeknight, uh, week weekend night. Sorry, um, that it's um, it's easier, and, and you do it together. You take your time off computer or your phone. And you make a meal, and then you sit down and eat. So, so therefore, three is you know if you do it once a month, three is you would do it once a weekend for the whole month. So, so I don't want to overwhelm people like meal kits, for instance. You get it. You got to cook it in a week. Three dishes or four dishes is a lot, and it, it, people get busy. And so, I feel having just once a weekend um, for a month to explore a country is doable it's manageable
0: yeah that's a good point i um have i've tried the meal kits and actually i had one delivered i forgot i was going to be out of town or something then i had to like scramble to find somebody to take it because it was all going to go bad before i came back from wherever i was going so that is something that i liked about the e 2 Explore box was the flexibility with when i could use it
2: well, and, and the other flexibility is the ingredients. So you, like you just swap the, beef, uh, the lamb with beef, right? And we also give you a lot of our boxes that are vegetarian or gluten-free optional. So you can sub the, the meat protein with the vegetarian protein and make it a full vegetarian meal and vegan meal. So it, it's that option to swap. It's, it's great for families. And the other thing is, by the way, going to, to grocery shopping, it's a learning moment. You know, bring the family together, give them a, a budget of, say, $20 set, go shop for all this stuff. And then they can travel around the aisle, there's math involved. You know, so it's also another learning moment. It's a great way to teach kids, like, what is fresh, what is not, you know, what is this, and they're always curious. So bringing them to a supermarket is another, it's a great opportunity.
0: Kids are the most curious. We could learn a lot from them. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah, ask your question. You're like, oh, right. Yeah, but like for my son, if I tell him, let's go to the grocery, he's like, "Eh," but for this, you know, you have the list and you're exploring and it's for this project. And it, it just took it to a next level where he wanted to, to participate in those activities he didn't normally want to participate in. And then for me as a picky eater, being hands-on with the cooking, as uncomfortable as it was for me, I was more like, okay, I put all this work into making it, I'm going to try it. And I ended up liking it yeah actually that's a big point
2: of from our perspective is getting kids who are picky eater to try new food and uh, we have so many families that wrote to us and said this is the first time my kids eat zucchini and you've got them to finish the whole zucchini." you know it's like things like that where they have never experienced it but because they helped make it and there's effort involved they will try it and I always said let them make it try it if they don't like it you know, then you know, at least they tried. and Or they could over time learn how to like it, especially with spices and, and all that, you know, kind of um, you know, more advanced flavor. Um, kids just need to learn their palette and they develop over time. And one other thing I wasn't sure if any of you noticed, which we are going to make into a booklet. If you go to the country brochure, there's a QR code that if you click on it, it's actually an online document that shows you, that teaches you geography, music, art, history, everything about the country with links to virtual museums, to YouTube videos, to to books. And what we're doing now is, because a lot of people kind of missed that, we've mentioned it a lot of times, but we're gonna make that into a booklet that then you can go and get the link. And I'm also working on a um, uh, a playlist of music of each country.
0: Oh, that's fun. Cool.
2: Fun.
4: Yeah, that's a great idea. See, so, yeah, I think it was Murr who mentioned that your recipe created, like you ended up with a lot of food. I, our recipe said four servings. So we each ate this for dinner last night. I ate it for lunch today and we each ate it for dinner just now, right before this recording. That's wow. five servings. And, and we're only halfway through.
0: Yeah. And so a lot of food,
4: you literally could, like, I could get a box a month for the kids at my school and they could, they could, you know, they could each take turns chopping up the different things and preparing the food. But with that QR code you're talking about, they could spend like a whole month researching that country. That would be a lot of fun.
2: We are big with homeschoolers um, and all over US and Canada. They use us for multi-subject learnings and also sometimes they use us for their unit studies where they do Europe, they'll buy our Europe bundle and then they'll explore all the European countries, download the lesson plan, learn about the history, the geography, the music and art. We've done all the work for you. It's just literally yeah. leveraging that and, and make it part of your educational.
0: Right. Hmm. Yeah, there's got to be a way to um I don't know if you you wouldn't want to get like one kit per student, but there I know I noticed when I was poking around on the website today trying to decide which meal box to buy that you can buy extra packets. So you Bikes, already have the yeah. recipe mm-hmm. so you can buy extra packets. So even if you did like yeah. one box and then additional packets or something like that or a couple boxes, I don't know.
2: Yeah, we sell the spices um on on it too because we have a lot of families that come back and say hey we love it we want to make it again can we just get the spices and so we sell them and in fact we have a lot of people saying well i'd like to make the spices myself which you should i have just started a cookbook as well so oh, they cool. can actually get all the uh, the mixes of the recipes um uh, the spices in the cookbook itself. nice
4: yeah. Well, Mer, I think that given how much food my recipe made, if there are 20, 25 kids in a class yeah. and you gave one them... like enough. You didn't yeah. want
2: to try, exactly. It would be yeah. enough, yeah. yeah. It would yeah. be enough. I mean, Especially they don't have to make it made, like a full meal.
4: Yeah, if you made two of the recipes, you would have yep. food
2: left over.
0: Yeah, I you're agree. right.
2: I think one class, if you want them to explore learning and then just have a taste of it, not like a full meal... You know, Mm -hmm. that's plenty to do and and depending on how big your class or you can even increase a little bit of the ingredients of the fresh ingredients using the same spices. So it's not going to be as spicy.
4: I wonder how the parents would feel when they found out that I was giving their kids a bottle of wine to cook with. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I'm not going to in case any of my parents are listening to this.
1: Oh geez.
4: <laughs> so I guess you, it, it cooks all the alcohol out, right? When you yes, cook that's that, it. it yes. Was, yeah.
2: yes. Yeah. Or you can actually use vinegar if you don't want to, you know, uh, an alternative is just, just replace it with apple vinegar, which is in the recipe. So instead of wine, yeah. you can actually use the apple cider.
1: So take us back to the very first eat to explore blocks. What w- what did that look like?
2: Oh, it takes about journeys. Interesting. So, you know, I started it after. Um, so I had a cooking class. My kids was a disaster. And so <laughs> I came back from that trip. And, and I always been thinking about doing something different than being on Wall Street and being in finance. So that that moment just motivated me. And I told my husband, I'm like, you know, I'm getting older. I have done this finance thing. It's working out great. But I need more in my life. Um, and so I sort of reflected on what matters to me and really tell the story. I love food. I got, I've got. i been very fortunate to travel everywhere. Um, I I really believe education is important and also teaching kids to be more sensitive um, and more culturally aware. We are a global citizen after all, and the world is getting smaller. And um, it all has to happen from home, right? Um, start with the parents and the family. So so it all started there. I came back and I went straight to my partners and I said, I'm taking a sabbatical. I need to see if this is going to work. I took a leave of that and I never went back. I started it. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started it, I said, let's start with countries that I've been that I love food-wise. And so obviously France and Italy and you know, Asia, China. So those are the typical, the basic ones. So when I launched, it was... Um, with six countries, I think. And then we slowly added more and more over the years. Um, And of course, I did um, speed up and and did a lot the first year. So on the first year, we almost have like 14 countries because we keep adding, but yeah. So like, I think Japan was one of the first one and France, Italy, um, Mexico. and Brazil,
1: and it was so bad. Do you learn any lessons from your first launch to now? Oh, a lot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, we're constantly improving. So when E2X4 first started life in, in uh, 2017, it's completely different than what we have. It's a meal kit. It was um, when I left finance, meal kit was so like, popular, like Blue Apron was popular, HelloFresh, everybody wants to do meal kit. And I tried all of them and I hated it because I don't think the the produce was fresh and the, the spice and the, the food was not delicious and everything was not there for me. And so when I thought of doing Eat to Explore, was like, okay, you have an opportunity to teach. You have an opportunity to explore um, all the different ingredients and the produce matters. So I wanted, and I've always been a farm, farmer's girl. I go to Union Square every week and I get on my farm eat local I eat you know whatever's in season so I say why not bring that to families um so 2017 when we started we're a milk kid and I was you know getting all this packet and deliver it was a disaster like my I was burned out after six months it's hard to deal with fresh ingredients most of my customers who are beta testing with me were just saying I can't keep up with all the food it's just a lot of time to cook and and then worst thing is when it's farm fresh it comes from the farm it's it wilted very fast you have to cook it within two to three days otherwise it's destroyed so that added more stress right you you got farm fresh but it doesn't last and so um so in within six months in middle of 2017 i was burned out i said you know what i need to put myself out there compete and see what people think so i joined nyu um, entrepreneur challenge um, to to compete with other uh, startups. Uh, we came through to semi-finalists. But throughout that whole four, five months process, everyone's like, why are you doing milk kit again? Why is you doing uh, fresh ingredients? Love the idea of different culture, learning through food, but just don't think doing a milk meal, meal kit makes sense. And also um, that 2017 is when Blue Apron went public. a Whole Food bought was bought by Amazon and in my finance world, like that is huge, right? If Blue Apron with all the money can't even survive and Amazon is coming into the fresh markets, you know, it, it's gonna change everything. So so that was sort of the, the things that that happened uh, throughout the life of, of e and and after that competition, I just changed it. I pivoted, I got rid of the fresh ingredients and make it into more educational, make everything one box, one box of country, downsize it to only three recipes. So it's constantly changing. Like we now changing it, you know, even the material, I'm creating a booklet, I'm adding more music, I'm adding more things to it. So it never ends. <laughs> and you know, one thing is I, I, I love talking. We, we have direct contact with our consumers. So we answer all calls, we answer all emails and chats. And it's just nice to know what people like about us and what people um, don't like about us and and where we can improve. And I said, you know, we are constantly listening and improving. And that's, that's
0: it. Yeah, I think you have a really great product. I I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it so much about a second one. So And it's just <laughs> me most of the time. But I thought it was really fun to learn about, you know, these new recipes. And I'm excited to try the... uh there were like some sesame ginger meatballs or something in the South Korea. Yes, back, so I'm excited to yeah, try. That's, that's, that's
4: it. <laughs> Loved them. They're relatively easy to make and still delicious because I'm not, I like to cook, but I'm not really very good at it. I'm not like a cook. So it was really fun for us to shop for stuff. When we were in a grocery store, we just decided we were going to buy all kinds of different stuff that we don't usually buy from different countries. So we didn't just buy stuff that was for our box or for the recipes. Like we got these little wafer things from Austria and we got this cheese that was from, I don't remember where, but we just started buying stuff
1: from all over the world because it was fun. I will say the only bad thing is that now it makes me want to travel. <laughs> <laughs> Actually,
2: you know what we started to do? We started working with tourism boards because the best thing is to learn about the country and then you go travel in person. So, so we are very high in like getting people to learn all about the country first. And then, then you can make a trip there and experience it in person.
1: That's a great idea. We just got our passport. So we're going to have to do that before we there travel. There you go.
2: <laughs> yeah. And make sure you, you know, go into the Explorer Guide and, and learn the history and geography. I think that's, that's so much, you know, makes it, makes the trip so much more fulfilling when you know all the little nuance and, and the history of it.
0: Absolutely. Were there any surprising food combinations that you fell in love with while you were creating these boxes?
2: You know, it's, I, I, it's, it's funny. How I cooking it to me, it's, it's, it's a, it's my favorite time. Like when I relax and I chop and dice, and and when I create things, it's, it's sort of my brain changed. Like I want to make it easier, and and then I also trying to get like the the spices this part of mine. So I, I to answer your question um it depends <laughs> on uh, on the country that I'm, I'm I'm doing. So
0: yeah, I always thought that I wasn't a fan of sweet and savory but I'm learning the combination. Yeah, I'm learning that I actually think I do like it, especially if it's like sweet and savory with some spice, if it's a little spicy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and frankly, a little, I, I always said, a little dash of sugar just makes, enhance the flavor a little bit. And so don't be afraid to just put a dash and don't have to be a lot. I Actually, one thing about the recipes is we, we don't really make it too flavorful. Like, you know, I always feel like salt should be added at the end because you want to taste it and everyone has different colors for salt. So um, it it's the, it's a complexity. The the spices just create more complexity to the to the flavor.
0: So. Yeah, I I did notice that with the chicken tikka masala. It had a great flavor. I really enjoyed it, and it wasn't spicy at all. And you know, when I typically order that from an Indian restaurant, I get a little spicy. Yeah. But you know, that's something yeah. that I could have added in later, I guess.
2: Yeah, we I I purposely curated where the spice is not. Heat spices, but right. the flavors with spice. For instance, even the jerk chicken, uh, where you actually use a very spicy chili, we down make it into a different chili just to make it not not heat spice, uh,
0: more palatable for most children. Don't like spicy children, things, but
2: yeah, but they love the flavor. So right. therefore, you don't want them to get be overwhelmed and, and not want to try it. So,
0: do you have a favorite story from someone who has? purchase a need to explore box or subscription
2: yeah we have m- many stories but one one that i love um and i always kind of quote it is that it's like the best way to use Eat to explore um she said um, she bought jamaica she actually said we have so much fun on a saturday night we play reggae music we make the the, the jamaican food we ate, we talk about the, the country and everything. And then they went and watched Cool Running after dinner. And so it's like a fantastic family movie night and dinner and they make a meal. I thought it was beautiful. It's a best, really a good way. And it made me think about maybe list out like movies or documentaries to watch for each country to, to kind of enhance. Or maybe even do like a little board game so you can play about the country during meal.
3: That's a great idea
2: we talked then, then
3: about that so you can book your trip to jamaica right after you finish dinner
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> we talked about looking
3: at games that were
4: popular in france to see if we had all of the pieces we would need to, i mean we have a huge game collection and oh. um and then we ended up not
2: not doing it but <laughs> So that's one story. Um, Oh, yeah. Another one that I thought was amazing was this grandparents who bought it during COVID and loved it so much because they were cooking together in different cities. They were virtually cooking with the grandchildren and they each got a box and that was their time together. And they make a meal and they kind of eat
0: separately in the different cities.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's so sweet. Sirens.
0: Date night. Hey. (gasps) Everybody get the South Korean box. (laughs) There you go. There you go. I kind of want to get
2: it. By the way, it's not, our our food is not kid only. It's adult. And so we actually have a lot of couples um, who buy us just because they want to cook together and explore a different world um, and not really, you know, because it's kids. I mean, the food is not.
0: Right. What were you going to say, Elsie? Which one do you want to get?
1: Oh, I want to get the Jamaican one now. Oh. <laughs> there you go watch Cool Running. <laughs> yeah, there we go.
2: Oh, our Jamaican box. Uh, I did it with a Jamaican chef um, who actually won uh, Chopped twice. Oh, cool.
0: So. Oh, that's fun. That's a my kids. Um, isn't that the show where they give you like some weird ingredient yes, and you have to yes, try to yes, make yes, foods yes. with that random yeah, ingredient in it? Yeah, my yeah. kids used to want to want to have a chopped challenge and at the, yes. in the kitchen, which was always <laughs> fun. Yeah,
1: that's a good one. You should do that. <laughs> um, yeah, do it with yeah, pickles, Mer. <laughs> I
0: already did that a couple weeks ago. I'm still recovering.
1: She had a whole pickle party and just about pickled herself. Wow! (laughs) Oh, I was definitely
0: pickled. I was dehydrated for like a week.
1: So how how do you meet these chefs? Are these people that you've already met, or have you just like made such a name that when you reach out, people are like, "Yes, I want to work with you."
2: I wish, uh, but but, you know, some is because of people I know, and you know, living in New York, I do have. Uh, an opportunity to, to meet people. And also like, for instance, Veselka, I just, uh, Ukraine, I just walk in, say, I want to meet the manager and I did some research and I chatted and they said, amazing. And now, and the funny thing is the chef heard of me, uh, even before I talked to her. And so she's like, I've heard of you. I was so excited. People keep telling me that I need to work with you. So it's kind of fun now to have the other way where people heard of us. Um, but, uh, but I think, yeah, in a way, uh, more and more, I love to try, you know, i I, I just I just did outreach. I just basically say people I know already, it's great. If not, I'll just reach out to the you know, someone from the chef in the country and and figure it out. And most people love it because it's a when when you explain the mission about it, people appreciate it and they understand it right away. It's like, of course, mm. I want, children to know about us, to learn about cuisine, to learn about our country. So it's a no-brainer. So,
0: I, I saw on your website that you have an NYC box and it. Is it like three recipes from three different restaurants in New York City?
2: Three chefs, yeah. So that one has a story. It was during COVID. So one of my favorite chefs um, for 11 months the number one chef in the world for a long time, uh, was on a podcast uh, of How I Built This. And, um, and he, during COVID, shut down the restaurant and turned it all to a food kitchen, um, working for this charity that he founded called WeThink Food in Reducing Food Waste. And so he talked about how um, he basically closed down the restaurant, used all the staff to cook for the nurses and the homeless people using food that are t- about to be thrown away by all the supermarkets because it he- either expired or something. And so it's reusing, uh, reducing food waste and re- reusing all the fresh ingredients. So through contact, I reached out to him and we have this New York City box idea, which 20% goes to rethink po- food and it still does. So the box sale goes to rethink food to reduce the food waste. And of course then through Danielle, we got connected to two other top chefs. And so it's a box that is three New York City chefs.
0: That's very cool. All right, so I have an idea for you. You can just, like, add it to your website. You can come up (laughs) with, like, ways to, um, like, eat your leftovers. Like, make them into something new. Like, you know, if you have leftover tikka masala, do this with it. Or if you have leftover beef, burgundy beef, this is what we do with it. That might be a fun little...
2: I actually am thinking of a food waste box, um, which a friend of mine runs a company on. Uh, it's similar, where you basically a box using scraps of your carrots, scraps of your, you know, leek, and all of that stuff, and then make it into meal. So
1: that's, that's a cool
0: idea. I like that, that.
2: Something that I'm thinking of.
1: <laughs> Do you have any other projects on the horizon? Well a lot. Um, So
2: we are adding, so I like to add two new boxes each year. It it becomes overwhelmed and I try not to, but we do have a lot of uh, people waiting. and I have customers who have tried all our countries and always waiting for the new one. So this year we're doing Ukraine. And then we actually have baking kits. We started um, um, wool baking kits where you you make three desserts from three countries for the box. Um, and so we have two already. So one is on global, so it has a recipe from you making mochi from Japan, you're making uh 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 Croatia, uh actually that's Europe. Then you make a uh, um uh natia from Colombia, and then sakapari from Turkey, so that's global. And then we have one for Europe from Croatia, um, Austria, and Sweden, and then this year. I'm looking to do a German baking cookie box for the holiday. Yeah, so that is if everything goes well. I'm actually going to collaborate with the German tourism board on this. So, mm. so that's the plan. And then next year we're doing Iran for Punoos.
1: Yeah, on the lookout for all those. I can't wait know. for some <laughs> desserts. Actually, my, my,
2: my passion is like you know creating new things. That's what I love, and then I have to do with the day to day like marketing and you know, system integration, mm. all that stuff. I like, oh.
1: I just want to make food. People. I just want to I just want to like. Yeah, that's the fun part. <laughs>
0: Agreed. So Rowena, what gets you out of your comfort zone and excited to explore?
2: I think the passion is what gets me wakes up in the morning and do this every single day. I work, a lot. I work so much more than when I was working for someone else, and so because I, I really believe, because I'm passionate. I believe, and my team's the same way. I think everybody does about the beyond because we believe we're building this thing that is gonna help kids and help people in general. So I, I, that's what you know, give me the the energy every day.
0: Well, I, I really enjoy what you're doing. I think this is a Great concept. Um, I'm excited to see it grow in our friend TC's school. (laughs) Can't wait to hear about that.
2: Well, because schools nowadays have no home economics, so this is sort of a home economic replacement.
0: Yeah, Tracy teaches at a Montessori school, and so I think that that model is a little different than your traditional public school. So, did I say you teach there?
4: I'm not sure, but it's, you can say that.
0: <laughs> well, we want to leave our listeners with a challenge this week. Go out, grab an Eat to Explore box and let us know how you like it. You can use the hashtag Siren Soapbox on all the social medias or send us a message to sirensoapbox at gmail.com. Rowena, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Do you want to tell our listeners where they can find you and Eat to Explore?
2: And I also have a special discount for your audience. Yes. So oh, um, <laughs> You can find us at e2explore.com is EAT number two explore dot Um use E to E twenty. Sorry, E E twenty for twenty percent
0: off. Awesome. E E twenty. Thank, Thank you. you.
1: I know what I'm doing after we sign off.
0: <laughs> I know. I should have waited to buy the A South Korea TV. box. <laughs>
4: Dino, Dino wanted to try the Italy box. He's like, Why did you choose France? Why did you choose Italy? I'm like, I didn't choose.
0: It, the universe chose for you. Well, now you That's can buy right. the Italy box with a 20% discount. That's awesome. You Thank go. you. Welcome.
2: Welcome.
0: <laughs> Sire, this is a lot of fun. Thank you so much for getting out of your comfort zones a bit and trying some new food. This makes me want to hold another cooking class, honestly. <laughs> and thank you fellow explorers for listening to this episode we really appreciate you spending your time with us if you like the show please rate us and leave a review it would be super helpful in helping other explorers find us and if you have a little conspiracy theorist in you you'll want to subscribe to our patreon where we're posting episodes of a new show called siren song and in this series we're going to tell each other about different conspiracy theories and get each other's reactions it's a ton of fun We're going to record a new episode next week. We hope to see you there. And until next time, dive in, stay curious, and be happy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Siren Soapbox. And a special thank you to C-Strings for providing our music. Snag your latest EP from iTunes today. Follow the Sirens on all the social medias, and don't forget to tell your friends about us. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time on another episode of Siren Soapbox.